Oh, hey, look at that. We're live on the side quest as usual. The okay quest. Huh. As usual, uh, I am Sweet. somehow always zoomed out and I don't know how to get any closer, but whatever. Hey, sidequesting.com, your weekly journey mm -hmm. into the beautiful world of video games. This is actually our third podcast in as many in seven days, which is pretty wild. So that's that's good. Oh, um, yeah. I forgot that the Nintendo thing. We had the Nintendo one yeah, that a few of us run. <clears throat> um, it's just this guy, Zach, and I today because uh, um, nobody else matters. No, Taylor's on vacation. JJ fell asleep. Or I don't know. He's watching WWE. I don't know. Whatever. It's all good. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's gonna be a gonna be a quicker quicker show. First of all, how's your how's easy. your weekend going? Oh, it's been great. Yeah, I had a good good weekend. I watched a good show. Uh, oh, I'll talk oh. I'll talk about okay. that. Um, just playing games. I don't know. It's playing games pretty, is good. Playing games is good. Been pretty chill. That's good. That's good. Uh, I have. Let's see. Throughout this last week, <clears throat> I have been um, plowing through some older RPGs and uh, heading out to the Detroit Auto Show, which is kind of where I was stuck uh, mm. in the middle of. It's the first Detroit Auto Show in like over three years. Uh, it's like one of the bigger events here in the Detroit area. Uh -huh. uh, and of course, it was shut down during the pandemic. Um, <clears throat> it usually takes place in January. The numbers like the, you know, the people coming to it have been going down every year. So they said, let's switch it to June, the year of the pandemic. Um, well, the <laughs> pandemic happens and they're like, oh, crap, uh, we can't do it now. So <clears throat> they pushed it from June 20 from basically January 2019 was the last one. They went to June 20 thinking that was going to happen. It didn't happen. They're like, well, let's try June 2021. That didn't happen. And then they said, let's try Oct uh, September 2022. So here we are. <clears throat> September 2022. Cars, nah, it's a smaller show this year. Just like every freaking show on the planet, um, every expo. Hell of a lot smaller, um, and it's just gonna take it's gonna take a couple years for it to build up. You saw it. I mean, JJ mm. mentioned it with PAX West. <clears throat> Definitely bigger this year than it was last year at PAX West. Right. Uh, this is the first PAX East this year, uh, the first GDC this year, Tokyo Game Show. So it's it is sort of the restart, Gamescom, the restart of the big expo cycle. So. Um, yeah, it's again, it's just interesting to see it's affecting every freaking industry out there. It's not just gaming, yeah. it is everything, and it's gonna it's gonna take a couple of years before we actually understand um how this is gonna go forward. So yeah. it makes sense though. So. It makes sense. Um yeah. uh you know what didn't make sense for a lot of people? Here's the segue oh. was uh <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077 when that first launched, just a big mess. But mm -hmm. um I know there was some uh, news announced earlier this or the, earlier this week and last week on the big uh, update, Phantom City, whatever that is. But <clears throat> suddenly, Cyberpunk 2077 has seen a huge resurgence. It's like the top of the Steam charts now. All of a sudden, yes. Yeah, any any top, reason? Maybe. Any reason why besides Phantom City? Um, they they did something really cool. They launched an anime with netflix and studio trigger mm. and it's so, so and it's apparently netflix's highest rated thing ever Ooh. so that's cool 
but it's yeah it it's kind of just really interesting how how it all happened um because studio trigger i don't know if you know or people watching know but studio trigger they're pretty revolutionary in the anime field they used to be the evan kellyan team and then they went mm-hmm. to do gurren Hogon, and then they did kill on kill yeah. a bunch of all these shows uh fully fully coolly like they're like they're they're they've just kind of it, like high pioneered i guess anime for a while and then they kind of fell into obscurity not really doing anything good mm-hmm. and then this when this got announced everyone was kind of like okay trigger another show <laughs> cool yeah. whatever but what I wasn't expecting just as an anime fan is like trigger to be back in like their best form in a decade or more. Like it's just like so good from an anime standpoint, but mm-hmm. also like from a video game tie-in and story standpoint, it's just like a next level like storytelling and like a next level integration into the actual like game like and into the because like cyberpunk is kind of hard to like Mm -hmm. critique as a game because it's also a huge rpg setting that's been going on for like 20 years like it's just it's just a really neat integration into that setting and into and into the game there's a lot of cool things if you've played the game you know Mm -hmm. hey there's sex on the screen but like there's just like yeah it's just it's just really good um Mm -hmm. i wasn't expecting it to be as amazing as it is because like i was saying before it's like hey it's studio trigger like they just do whatever right now at this point but this is just like it feels like one of their best shows and that's saying a wow. lot it's it's just like it's really yeah it's cra- it's crazy but in the realm of like video game adaptations and stuff it's just definitely like a cut above like, there's there's there is so much love and care that went into this that you can tell and yeah it's it's crazy like i don't think we'll ever get any like anything this good for like in a video game adaptation ever i mean i hope people take notes like hey like let's like not try and like adapt because i guess castlevania kind of taylor's joining us taylor's joining us whoa from from the beach is he here i'm here okay He's we're being cool. gotta be quiet. Uh, no, yeah. we're talking about we're talking about cyberpunk edge runners. Yeah, so I guess like Castlevania did that. Like they did a good job of like not sticking to the games, but like doing their own thing. But this like it sticks to the actual lore and the story of the world sure. that you sure. could just watch it and enjoy it, or you could play, and then you can go play the game if you want to. But the, you don't need the game for this to exist and be good. Mm. Uh, so yeah, it just feels like I think like, the Castlevania I, shows did that too, don't you? Yeah, no, that's what I was saying. Like it, it oh, did, okay. it did that, but not as well as this, you know. Yeah. Um, but what I like about the show is it feels like what I wanted Cyberpunk to be, because Cyberpunk, like, despite launching with a lot of bugs, despite being kind of just like a mess, it's it's not a how to put it like, like a solid, consistent story. You know, there's a there's a big like net that catches a lot of like story arcs and stuff. I just wanted like a really just like this is the story that you're going to go through. It's a 60 hour RPG. Like let's do it. Like and that's what I I wanted Cyberpunk to to be what the show is. It's a really specific 
like we have a plan we have a start a middle and an end and not just like okay there's a lot of rpg choices they can make they can change things towards towards you you know which kind of takes away from a story so yeah it's super su- super good the guy who created the cyberpunk world even is like this is exactly how i imagine everything in my head so he's pretty happy so what's interesting about the whole thing is is how it can uh revitalize a an ip like a doorman ip mm-hmm. or an ip that maybe isn't isn't hitting the stride like it should be because yeah. um there were people definitely that did like cyberpunk um uh, and I liked oh, what I played. Game. I liked what I played. If I just, you know, I just couldn't really get into it because I, I started playing it right when it first came out and thought, okay, I'm just gonna. This is the first game I'm really gonna get into when it re- when it releases, and it didn't because <laughs> it yeah. was actually kind of a crazy. Was it 2020 that the game came out? <clears throat> kind of a crazy season at the time, and uh, yeah, um, I waited, and uh, uh, you know, at, at that point, I thought I'm gonna, I'll just get it. I'll get into it when they finally release the next gen whatever the late newer gen um, update. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then I didn't, and then they're finally releasing stuff now, but it's, it's just cool to see it, that it's, it's been revitalized. People are getting into it. Like we said, hit the top of the steam charts and it helps that the anime is really good. Like that yeah. happened with um, arcane, right? Uh, I, yeah. be- I became interested in league of legends because of arcane. And I became interested more interested in Castlevania games again because of the Netflix series. So when something's done right like that, I really think it could, um, it benefits the original IP. Yeah. And I just don't think anybody expected cyberpunk to be, Hey, this is Netflix's highest rated show ever. Yeah. Right. Um, I didn't expect it to be a critical success. I didn't expect it to be as artistic and thought-provoking and just genuinely like just deep and engaging it's just yeah it's just really good it's 10 it's a tenner it's done so you just watch it like our episodes yeah like i watched five yesterday five today like it was great um i'm gonna i'm gonna start this as my elliptical my workout videos to watch what's interesting about all the shows that you named ali compared to this one is that Mm -hmm. the cyberpunk is show is one of is i think it's uh, correct me if i'm wrong the only actual like anime yeah like i mean we're talking studio trigger studio trigger um who's done i don't know i mean their their reputation is very very good sure sure um and it just it stands out because a lot of the other kind of game related stuff used alternative animation not not necessarily knocking it for doing so, um, yeah. but you know the you know the anime is obviously on a pickup in the West compared to what it used to be five ten years ago, and uh, it was just, I don't know it's very odd that Cyberpunk is the one that managed to kind of tack that one down, nail it, yeah. or whatever however you want to refer to it. What um, I what I love about it is it does the, like it does the trigger isms that we're used nice. to in trigger trigger show like oh this is this is their you know thing this is their this is their trade trademark style like there's even like an episode that they have in every one of their shows where it's like very loosely animated and it's like a really like heavy action uh, scene and stuff like they even have that like I didn't expect it to be so much 
where it's them. just like really loosely drawn key art frames. Yeah, like like they have yeah. every show of theirs has that one episode. But like I didn't expect the, the show to be so like artistic and so like just them. And it's just a good anime. Like it's like an amazing anime. The animation is crazy. I just didn't expect that. I I like I expected what it was going to be like. Oh, it's just a you know, uh, hey, here's we we paid Trigger a million dollars to make a show. I didn't expect it to be like they put they put everything into this and it shows. Like it's it's cool. Like I, I was just blown away, and I didn't expect to be that because. Like I was saying before you hopped on, Taylor, Triggers had a lot of misses recently. Mm-hmm. They yeah. haven't really had a lot of hits. So I was expecting it just to be another, like, okay, whatever. They're just doing doing this because that's what they do now. But I didn't expect them to be like, hey, let's actually try now. Uh, so Excellent. It's crazy. Very cool. Very cool. <clears throat> um, in other cyber-ish news, uh, y'all heard, you hear about this? Hear about this? You guys heard about this game called... Um, uh, Grand Theft Auto. Guess heard about Grand Theft Auto? Not, uh, not familiar. Not familiar. There has been a massive, massive Grand Theft Auto leak. Now, let me let me change this. It's not called a. It shouldn't be called a leak. This mm. is a full on. Um, this is a full on hack, hack job. Uh, somebody has definitely hacked into the servers of. Uh, Take Two and Rockstar, I should say, in particular, and uh, I believe it's and the Blizzard. Now it seems to actually. I believe it's the Uber hacker. <clears throat> now this is the that the it is it, that's what's been claimed by the person yeah. is saying that he you know it's the same person who did those other hacks. So it's yeah. self-proclaimed. Self-proclaimed. Um, not it really looking like a reason to the the way that the actor has kind of gone through it is very similar across yeah. them, like the Uber one. Um, there was it was widely reported that the person was like in slack communicating with other sure. people sure. so the the behavior of the person has been very similar because the in the case of the grand theft auto leaks the you know the reportedly the person was literally on forums being like hey what do you guys want to see and i'll go yep. pull it for you um right so to the point where they have you know they have source code uh, apparently they said they, they claim they have the source code available and it, they have a full leaked build ready to be released. Uh, but what they have been doing is showing um, they've been showing videos and le- there's like 90 plus videos online that are all over the place. To the point where take two is taking them down uh, and they've, they've gone around like they're trying to take like to put that down. genie back in the bottle. Yeah. <clears throat> Some poor dude woke up and, and saw, saw it trending on Twitter. Um, but <laughs> it's a mess. So, uh, first and foremost, you know, it um, a leak is a leak. If if there's like a dumb leak, like what happens with PlayStation, like what happened with PlayStation when they leaked The Last of Us on their own freaking website. Sorry, that's <laughs> not, you know, sorry, that's not our, that's not a problem for us. It's a problem for you guys not just not knowing when to hit the publish button. But yeah. whatever. This is, this is. Yeah, and then you kind of have, a, you know, in, on the step in between our actors within an organization, which you know, leak tidbits of information to yeah, uh, to yeah. third parties and journalists. Like, you know, I'd yeah. put that kind of in the gray area. Um, yeah. This yeah. is, yeah, this is that full. This is the full hack. Uh, you know, I, I hate, again, you see a lot of, a lot of these titles are, are leak. This is a leak. It's not a leak. This is a hack. If somebody, this is somebody theft. obviously, this is theft. actually theft. Yeah. This is yeah. now, um, you know, stuff like this does happen uh, in other, areas right there have been hacks where you know we saw the, the Wii hack 
right? Where everyone's like, oh my God, look at all this stuff that came off the Wii servers. This is cool. Why didn't Nintendo talk about this? Like, well, it, hey, great. Game pres- preservation. It's an interesting way to see a different type of Yoshi design, but to it's still it's still in the legal it's hand. there i mean yeah i mean here's the thing is that when it comes down to it it's their ip it's their choice yeah. um of what happens with that ip i yeah yeah you listen if you if, if you feel that strongly about what happens with it yeah. then I, I don't know write to your congressman who knows somebody <laughs> whose uncle works at nintendo or something i mean like yeah. but like the, it's a it's a yeah it's a company that holds the the yeah. rights to those characters like characters and assets I, literally i mean at the best that you could do is like write in a demo and be like you guys should release this i think the reason why they don't do it there's a reason why they don't do it is because from a corporate perspective they believe that it is not good for them if they thought it was going to be good for them they would do it yeah Uh, if they thought it was going to make money and be good for them you would have seen all this trust me in this case this is uh, I want to circle back to this one because it's really bad. Um, if the source code is out there, now this is apparently from, I've heard from a couple folks say this is, uh, was first sort of hacked into in 2021 from a 2019 build. Uh, so the game was already pretty like five, this is like five years in development, at least this game, right? Um, if not longer with the source code out there, that means, uh, you're lo- you have just extended the de- the dev time of this game by like two years. Um, everybody I've spoken to on the developer side, they're like, "This is this is catastrophic for Grand Theft Auto Six if it's the source code." Which you can kind of see some shit running in the background. A lot of these things, um, because that leaves again leaves the code open completely to their networks to within the game so people can you know hack other things it's just it's a complete mess and um i feel really bad for the folks at rockstar even though again it's a mega corporation they make billions of dollars a year blah 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 blah. (laughs) not the people that code they don't not uh, of course (sighs) and they're the ones that are going to get uh it it yeah it can hurt a company but it hurts the people who are the developers because now you see all the hard work that you've done to develop something that you're still working on by the way um is now it's it's potentially flushed down the toilet or it's get or it's it's got a lot of poop on it right now you're gonna have to wipe that poop off and it's just so bad it's man i've uh, it's i will say this game looked really good (laughs) the game looked really really good from my standpoint i'm like oh shit and i know very minimal about the dev stuff only because i've like dabbled in like unity and game maker over the well what's interesting is that that, uh, anybody anybody who has kind of any semblance of an idea about how dev goes and what uh pre-alphas look like or like yeah. damn this thing this thing's looking solid everybody else everybody else is like what is this poop from a butt yeah, why yeah. does this person not have hair? Why is the lighting all off? Why are they, it's like you guys don't understand. Yo, why does it? Face. Why does this look worse than GTA Four? Yeah, yeah. And this is what the five oh, years yeah. looks like. And you're seeing those dumb comments, but no, I, I, oh God, yeah. I, even me as I hate to call myself a journalist because I'm, I'm just a dude on a podcast who just posts shit. Sometimes I feel bad. <laughs> I feel bad yeah. for the developers, man. Yeah. Well, the other side that I was pointing out is that um. You know, uh, the this is before I knew about the source code priests, but mm-hmm. uh, even if it wasn't for the source code, the damage that it does, um, you know, not that everybody wants to be uh, slaves to kind of uh, PR scheduling, uh, oh, but yeah. beyond, but beyond that kind of, you know, expected 
marketing arc that you set up for a game as large as you expect GTA 6 to be. Um, what what has happened is that the perception of this game has been set to the to the public and to whoever sees it mm-hmm. by what is now released from this and yep. it has an effect on who rockstar can now partner with and what the partner's perspective perspective yeah. of GTA 6 is Ooh. and that's going to it, it it's going to to change that shape it feels like it's a win no matter what, because whenever the game's shown <sighs> off next, it's going to look better. So like you're saying, oh, there's the normal people are like, but is that worth the trade-offs that they have are going to endure as a result? I mean, the, the only only time, like, no, none of us are going to know that answer. Nobody's probably going to know that answer because Rockstar's never going to publish, publicize what it is. Um, I I would guess that every single person involved at the moment is like, no, it was not worth it. Uh, please go back in time. And you gotta, you gotta imagine that they had a whole big marketing campaign set for the reveal for this to kind of stun people to show gameplay. Um, well, and, that's not yeah. really what Rockstar does. They just no, drop a they, trailer and that's it. Like they just kind I mean, of that, that, they don't have any like. You don't think people are gonna get, get tattoos that say GTA Six on, uh, on their shoulder? But no, um, they they did have a very specific way that they were going to announce this, right? And and again, I hate when we've talked about it at length. Leaks can kind of suck because there are ways that companies really want to get in front of people. Again, leak is one thing. If somebody that, that you're working with talks to, a, brags to a journalist, sorry that I mean it's happened our way too. Um, but uh, in this case, especially, it's like oh shit, this is, whoo. Um, yeah, it's 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 pretty nasty. And then this article here that yeah, I've read up on this too. The leaker he says he you know, he's looking to negotiate. He's been flooded with like a bunch of Telegram messages, and uh, so he's like, I want to negotiate a deal. It's like, bro, oh man, here we you go. Are, you are legit Grand Theft Autoing Grand Theft Auto. Um, you're you're by saying you want to negotiate a deal, you're inviting like. Beyond just the 2K and Rockstar folks, like the, the that is, be, is because this person is not in the United States. I it, can assure is, you, you <laughs> completely, completely. And all right, any? I don't. I don't know if there's. A, I mean, there's a ton of news. It is TGS week, but uh, I hear crickets on Taylor's side over there, which means he's he's really enjoying his evening on vacation. Yeah, listen, you guys, you guys are welcome for the free ambiance. On the way, man. On the way. But let's talk a little bit about what we've been playing. Um. And, yeah, I'm gonna uh, hit you guys up so that I can go to bed. So I'm gonna hit you right. early. All right. All right. Um, so got a code for uh, the Wandering Village, mm-hmm. um, and so this was on Steam Next Fest six months ago. How long ago? Feel like an eternity ago. Um, it feels like, but uh, it's it's still very good. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is it's. And RTS on the back of a six-legged dino lizard um, as it tries to walk through the world in a kind of semi-post-apocalyptic toxin-filled wasteland. Mm-hmm. As sick, and this it runs is, great uh, on Steam, and it runs great on Steam Deck. This is, I think, it's uh, Strafon Studio. I think is the name of the company. That's um... that sounds right. 
Okay. I'm I'm in the middle of a street, so I'm relying on you entirely. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna flip to a quick video here to to show the trailer because we did look at this trailer last year and we thought, oh, this looks really neat. So let me hit the play button on this sucker. Let's see. So there we go. So this see, you're on the back of a kaiju. yeah. So so you're the back so of basically, a, of a yeah, Titan. <laughs> You play. You play as like this the group of settlers, nomads, um, that are uh, been thrust from their home because of the uh, growing toxin plague, and you come upon this uh, great kind of plains area, and it turns out to be the back of and this this creature called an onbu, um, and it's been sleeping for centuries, and then you know the you know kind of the bringing of the toxins stirs it to to move once again and yeah it's just walking so they've they've added a bunch of um bunch of new buildings since the last time i played it uh the animations are looking a little crisper uh and yeah it's you know sim rts pethodino all in one little package is there uh, like battles or anything that take place in, as well? Or? Your battle is against the world. <laughs> Your battle is against the world. This um, <laughs> this perspective reminds me of ActRaiser, which I absolutely love. Like this style of of uh, town building, which is kind of like a little bit of SimCity, uh, you know. But just that ActRaiser feels. Oh, oh, there's a dead dino there. Something happened. Um, oh, oh shit! Dead dino. Dead dino. The wandering village. So. You've been playing this. You said it's great on the Steam Deck. Yeah, I was. I was not sure how it was going to play because it's a very, you know, mouse and keyboard kind of. You know, it's RTS. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the, I kind of like put it in my hands, and the right. I, I have to double check. I wish that I knew off the top of my head, but I did not think to check it before I came on, which is whether or not it's a custom profile or if somebody from the studio, you know was also playing with a steam deck and was like, Oh, I should put on a, a, yeah, put on a, um, a controller layout because the right touchpad is mapped to a, a mouse. And I don't know, it like, it just feels really good. Um, the left touchpad is set to some, uh, preset shortcuts and the left thumbstick just moves the camera around. So you, you know, your right thumb is, you know, moving the mouse and clicking and dragging. And then your left thumb is, moving the uh, panning the camera around and it just it just works really good hmm. um you know because you can pause at any time you're not and because you're you know it's not battling or anything like that you're i mean you're battling against the toxins that's kind of like your mm-hmm. ominous enemy here but because you can pause at any time it's not quite as tight that's as far these guys as are doing here in this in this yeah movie. so those are the decontaminators um got it got it trying to fight the uh the toxin so when you when you go through an area that's high in toxins uh sometimes you know it'll get stuck on the uh the foliage the, and the life that's on the back of the onbu as well as your people so you have to you know you're really managing food water and the health of the people that are wow. on the back Awesome. It's a great. It's it's a it's a great little game. Highly recommend checking it out. I'm sure. I would think that a demo is still there. If it is, you should. It's on early um, access, right? Steam early access and Xbox. Yeah, as well. it's a it's, yeah, a, it's early access. There's no demo. No, that's such a shame. Buy it. Just gonna have to buy it then. Uh, Very cool. Very. That's cool. a great game. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm loving it so far, and 
Um, I'm playing it right now on just on the easiest version or the easiest mode, I should say. And um, it's easier than the next fest demo was. And that's all it's all, but I'm, I'm kind of happy to breeze through it to see like how far the content is going to go. And I'll probably bump it up on, on a next playthrough. Cause I don't know. This is, it's the music is really good and the visuals pair with it really well. And it's just kind of in, like an ambiance thing. You'll just, I'll alt tab and the music's still going. I was like, Oh yeah, I was playing that game. I should get back to that. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm totally imagining. Hold on a second here. I got to show this image. Um, so we're hearing, hold on. Uh, this is my perception of Taylor right now. Um, <laughs> it's, it's nighttime where he's at. He, he's in a, you know, sitting on a patio of some place in, in Florida and uh, he's playing his steam deck. There he is right there. He's just got his, uh, he's on a rocking chair, rocking back and forth, enjoying that steam deck, playing, playing wandering village. This seems like a great evening game, a game to play in the evening. Uh, it really vacation. actually, it really actually is. Um, <laughs> There's Taylor, everybody. There's Taylor. Now you didn't, you yeah. didn't realize he's actually, he's a lot older than he sounds on the, uh, on the audio. Yeah. 68 today, believe it or not. Yeah. It, old enough, to, oh, finally old enough to run for public office. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Wandering village. We're going to definitely, um, keep an eye on that one for sure. Uh, take a look at that. And, um, from my standpoint, I've been kind of <clears throat> nipping and tucking at like little games. Saw you on there. Xenoblade Two. Xenoblade Two. I, yeah, uh, I saw that I, screenshot. I uh, <laughs> I tr I tried <laughs> I tried the um uh that this is great. I, so Nintendo uh, during the direct we talked about it. They revealed the Resident Evil games that uh, were coming in cloud version. So I tried Resident Evil Eight Cloud, and uh, two things about this. Yeah, how'd that go? Great. Village. <clears throat> Part one, it's it's exactly what you think it would be using a switch to play a cloud game right next to my Xfinity gigabit Wi-Fi stupid thing, which is like the fastest wi the second fastest Wi-Fi they have now, but um stuttered to like all crap. <laughs> Part one. Part two, this is a timed demo. How long do you think uh how much time do you think you have for a timed demo? 25 minutes. I was going to get 25 during, as well. During your, yeah. Five minutes. <laughs> no, shut Five up. Five minutes. This demo, starts you, this demo starts you in the castle, I guess, whatever it is. It's like Ethan's looking for his son. Go. And then so you start moving forward and you pick up um, uh, a note and then you're like in these catacombs and then you turn around and it says the demo has ended. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I legit walked forward. <laughs> turned around and the demo was over and i looked at the clock i'm like literally five five freaking minutes that's all you gave me hey it looked great when it wasn't stuttering it visually it actually looks really nice but yeah it was stuttering it's just, just like it was like one frame per three seconds is kind of the way it the way it was it was just so bad um <clears throat> but yeah that's it uh, and then i've been playing a game that zach's been playing of course you guys know i've been playing this game that zach's been playing which is splatoon 3 uh so it's really Zach, good. let's talk about it talk about splatoon 3 um uh it's really good uh it's really good it's fun it's really good. it's really good uh it's yeah i don't know it's splatoon but the best three wins. of them 
Three of them. No, it, um, you mentioned something in the Discord about uh, matchmaking and how it, uh, you know, how you're finding success with it. I am, I'm really enjoying the matchmaking in Splatoon Three because I don't good. feel, <clears throat> I don't feel like I'm ever going to get completely destroyed in a match. Now there have been times where I'm like, you know, me and my 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 three teammates will be way behind, way behind with like, you know. Let, like 30 seconds left in a match and all of a sudden we'll be able to propel forward and you know we'll still still lose but it won't be like a 70 percent to 30 percent match it'll be more like a uh you know 56 to 45 percent match which yeah. is it it actually makes me feel like i think you mentioned it too um they they look at more of your play style <clears throat> rather than your aggressiveness and stuff rather than your actual wins and losses because yeah, yeah I, like... I get put, I get uh, teamed against folks who are like a rank, and I'm still like you know C plus B minus, and so if for the folks that are a rank, it's like wow, they're I'm still holding my own, but it's because of the play styles. So I think it's actually an, an interesting way that they're doing it. Yeah, it's um, I don't know. I like how you can see your points. Basically, like yeah. each match, it shows your points, but like the way the game like calculates you know, score or just how good you are. It's just based off of how you do as a individual, not as how you do as a team. So if you're like, if you're the person who's pushing the most and has the most like ink on the enemy side, the person who's done the most inking, the person who's done, who's done the most kills or even the second amount of those or whatever, you're going to get a lot of points and you're going to level up and you're not going to be affected by someone who just didn't want to ink the base or didn't want to go push or didn't want to do whatever. So the incentive right. is to just always just play how you're going to play and you're going to like, it's just going to be smooth. Like it's not, it, it can be frustrating sometimes that that's like not win, but you're never technically losing. Um, so yeah, it's really, yeah, it's really smart the way they did, did that. Uh, mm -hmm. It's like Apex Legends, the same thing. Uh, the game does does that, but yeah, it, it. I don't know. I've been having a lot of fun fun with it, playing with a lot of friends. Uh, we've been playing a lot of Salmon Run. Why didn't you invite me? Yeah. Uh oh. Because you don't have it. <laughs> I told you that we were gonna run the the, the ranked leaderboards. Well, uh -oh. you, I you know I got it, and you didn't say anything. Say anything. I did say it in the Discord. Yeah, but you didn't say I got the game. Let's play. Oh my <laughs> god! I was waiting for you to invite me. Um, yeah. Um, play with motion controls. That's the <laughs> only way to play play the game. It's um, surprising because motion controls really do freaking help with. Uh, um, now I will say this: I don't like to play in handheld mode on motion controls. Um, because I don't, I don't know what that is. screen away from me when I'm trying to do that. So I'll, I'll actually, I've been docking it and uh, using the controller. And I think it, with most controls, and man, does that make a huge difference? It's like the, again, yeah. those little finite tunings that you can do. Or you can, like, hey, there's a guy coming up behind, behind me. Let me tilt my controller to the left and then yeah, push the yeah. stick to the left. And it's like, it's just a full 180 like that. Yep. You also have the Y button, I think, that, that turns your character around. So you just like, it's, yeah, no, it's it's great. Um, yeah, there's a lot of little intricate details that, that they randomly will drop on you. Like, hey, you can do a super jump when you're on the wall. So, like, yeah. Huh? 
what is this? And then, so like the, there's like a fat cat who's in the lobby who like, he'll just get a quest that you can, that'll pop up. Love him. Just kind of like walk over there and he'll, he'll say random stuff sometimes, but then he'll say like, Hey, did you know you can do this? And then he'll zone you into a tutorial. They're like, Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. It's so cool. like, <laughs> Uh, so it's just crazy. It's like I learned today that you can super jump when you're like when you're inside ink on a wall, you can charge a jump and like jump over higher spots. Which is funny because like... that's one of the original tutorials when you're playing the game for the very first time. It asks you yeah. <laughs> and you guys yell at me for not following the tutorials and games. I didn't know. Time. Yeah, it's cool. No, that's good. But yeah, that yeah, so the multiplayer's fun. Salmon run is really fun. It's hard. It's really hard this time around. They had a rotation two nights ago where it's like the slowest weapons in the game and the smallest smallest map and they just threw, <laughs> it was crazy like i wasn't able to win it's so um, wild yeah yeah but it's fun uh i like that a lot i like just do salmon run uh i think the what makes splatoon good is their bite-sized matches you know the matches yeah are they don't feel too long they never like overstay their welcome and if there's a point where you're you're like i don't want to be playing this right now because this sucks that like one minute left pops up you're like Mm -hmm. okay i can push through this and like the way and like that that one minute mark is pretty important because at that point you're either at the center of the map or you're being pushed back or you're pushing forward so there's a lot of momentum that you can shift in that one spot i don't know it's just really fun there are certain weapons and certain things that pop up at different time like there's uh you know different time time periods in the map too so yeah they have it's it's those quality of life improvements to the splatoon formula you know it's again we we said it's not a not wholesale change um but those little those little tweaks they did made this uh the best splatoon game (laughs) i think i'm very curious to see very curious to see where they I hate to say where they go from here because the game just launched last week, but um yeah. what where they at least go with the updates because they said they have a ton of free updates coming out. There's one coming out pretty soon that's gonna be giving the kind of kaiju salmon run stuff that's gonna start launching and then yeah. um next year I'm sure they'll have the big DLC drop. So well, like the thing think- about Splatoon 2, a lot of people don't realize but people who play that game are like, yeah, they kept adding new weapons. They kept yeah. adding new things over the years. It was, it was, it was out. So they're used to just constantly pumping yep. stuff into yep. that, to that game. Um, I've like, this is the first platoon game I've actually gotten super into on the, like, I guess on like a competitive level. Um, yeah. So I, it's just, it's just been fun. I don't know. It's, 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 it's a game that it's a, a game like this I like because it's a low entry but high skill yes. feeling. Like so, there's a lot to learn. There's a lot to do, and also just I like the life sim kind of aspects. Too. It's mm-hmm. not that there's like a simulation side, but just like walking around the strip center and just kind of seeing people and seeing their their like the, memes they post. There's just it's just the fun. only just, thing that's missing in this game for Zach is a farm is the, sim. The yeah, if there's a farming <laughs> simulator, it'd be it'd be great. But no, um, <laughs> oh, the lockers are great. Lockers I, cool. After every match, I go check the lockers, see what people be putting in there because mm-hmm. some of some of them are just like really cool looking. Some yeah. of them are really 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 funny. Like they just make yeah. they're just I don't know. Uh, but yeah, yeah, the story is good good too. Yeah. I really enjoy the story. The levels are. They're it's designed kind of the more 
there's a design more like the Octo expansion levels, mm -hmm. um, which you can play now because you have the uh, NSO Plus, don't you? <clears throat> yeah, they're, design they're designed more like the Octo expansion for Splatoon 2, which is um, less linear in how you resolve them mm -hmm. within them. And, and, and Octo expansion, again, I think I've mentioned it before, it was really neat because there were very different styles of level design so like one was a shooter one was a, one was like typical platformer then you had shooters you had this and this. so i think this game takes after that and it's it is kind of cool to see uh nintendo look at the dlc as sort of a test bed to say oh this this is kind of cool people, yeah. people dug this let's put that into the actual main game there's a lot of challenging stuff in yeah, the yeah. story a lot of hard like, even one of the fights. first few one of the first few things is that stupid uh um where you're learning to use the crossbow and you have to I hate that thing you not just not just so you're on the two you're on this like paint track right uh yeah. and you have to hop between the paint tracks if you're getting too close but the only way you can activate the paint track next to you is if you hit all the balloons that are coming up well the only way to hit the balloon is to use the uh because you only have the crossbow i forget what that's called the splat bow or whatever that is um and some of them you have to hit as you jump up because it'll go vertical as opposed to horizontal. So there's definitely, and that's one of the earlier things. There's definitely a lot of skill in some of these levels. And um, yeah, it's uh, it's there's, interesting. That they there's some bosses in the later levels that are just made me want to throw my nice. controller. They're nice. so hard. Nice. Uh, yeah, but it's also fun just kind of Cool. Grind out the levels, unlock yeah. everything. Yeah, story's good. And yeah, but it also 60 frames per second. It's crazy. It's crazy how they, I don't know how they were able to do it. <laughs> I wasn't lying. It really is a smooth ass smooth game. It's super smooth. And then you go out into the, to like the, the hub and it's like 30 FPS and it just yeah, hurts, it drops to hurts your eyes. You're like, oh God. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's how it's been in every one, every split. I'm sure. Yeah. 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 Tone down the hub because there's actually a lot of detail in that hub world. So, yeah, right now they got that thing built. They got a big dragon building in the middle. Yeah, they got big construction going on. Uh, is what there, team did you pick for the splat splat fest? I haven't selected a team yet. My daughter picked gear, uh, and yeah, so same. yeah, so I'm gear or fun. I won't choose grub because. Jeff Grubb, no, because uh, if I'm on an island, I want shit because I'll I'll find food. If I have gear, I can I can like get I can hunt animals and stuff. So yep. and I can make fun if I have gear. So I might just stick with gear. I might just stick with gear. There's one uh, squid person on my area or whatever my hub that has a solid snake and it oh, says gear on it. It's just says gear. So <laughs> I see that nice. every time I'm walking around. Nice. <laughs> Cool. Anything else you've been playing? Uh, yeah, so I guess besides that, um, I just want to touch on Dragon Quest X off, oh, yeah. offline. It's really interesting. Uh, so for so just the way they they kind of position this game to people who have already played the, the game, like the online, mm -hmm. is like, hey, you you can transfer your character from this game to the MMO. You oh just, really? 
Yeah, like, hey, if you want wow. this dude, cool. but it comes with a lot of extras. So that's how they're tricking people to play through the game. That's so again, cool. it's like, hey, you get a lot of little extras, a lot of like, you get an extra amount, you get all these things. You have to beat the game, though. You have to play through this 40 hour JRPG, then you can transfer them it. over. Um, but yeah, so what's really, I think, funny because it's like it's chibi like art like cutesy little mm -hmm. like like they they kind of just like shrunk everything down but the cutscenes are directly from the pc game so oh, one wow. they're like they're like they're they shrunk the definition of them so there's a lot of like pixelation popping up it just looks like bad they're like mm -hmm. direct fmvs from the so it's like it's like I going from that to the actual like switch game on the chibis and stuff is kind of weird <laughs> um but yeah it's just the same story from dragon quest online so i don't know what the audience is for that but it's a very japanese thing like let's do this and give them it's probably the uh, it. probably so, the same as um the final fantasy 15 pocket edition it kind of mm -hmm. seems a little bit like that's like hey let's make a little more chibi friendly version i would uh <clears throat> This seems like it would be perfect to come to the U.S. because if you don't want to run those full freaking servers for Dragon Quest Ten here, it sucks. But I get it. But this game is a fully translated experience. You don't yeah. have to worry about some of those interactions, and you can enjoy the story because we're otherwise we're never gonna get Dragon Quest Ten in the U.S. Which what? Sucks. Yeah, no, I I <laughs> I was talking in the Discord, the Dragon Quest Ten english discord and we were just like talking about the game in general and like we were kind of joking with the translator guys and the people who make the mm. apps that we use to play the game and i was i had this like epiphany because i because i was like man it sucks i have to google so much because this game's in japanese blah blah i was just joking around but then i had the realization that if the game was in english i would still have to do a lot of googling because the game <laughs> doesn't tell you where to go or what to do or anything it's just like one of those games where you have to like look on a wikipedia page so i was just like oh like this is why it's not in the united states because this stuff doesn't fly over here um yeah so it's yeah, I just think it's funny that the way they're looping people who have the game into it just say, Hey, you can get an alt character and you get this hat that gives you extra experience points and you get this mount. Like, that's just kind of, I think that's funny. Um, but yeah, I played, I haven't played that. I've been watching someone in the Discord play it. And mm -hmm. then I played Dragon Quest 10 on the Switch, the mm -hmm. online version, the real <clears throat> version. And it, runs really good it feels like a different game than the pc version really um, yeah it feels way more stable which is are you able to log in with your account yeah nice <clears throat> yeah what's in what's cool about 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 it on the switch is if you buy the expansions on the switch you get them on pc yeah, yeah. if you buy them on pc you don't get them on the switch oh so, really yeah so people <laughs> who play the game just like okay i'm just gonna buy it on the switch so i can get it on yeah. pc that's so Look at you with with your NS, well, all the NSO on, you know, the Nintendo Switch Online stuff, you've become a different man. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's fun. It's really solid. Um, I was just shocked at how well it ran. I was like, hey, this is, this feels good. Um, and it's also, I, think I was, it was impressed. Because, I think it was because the game was designed for consoles first before it was designed for like PCs. Cause it came to, yeah. it was what? It was like Wii 
and PS3 and 3DS, which is just like so weird that they're like, it has to run on these things. And then they it was, migrated over to Wii yeah. U and they migrated over to Switch and PS4 and PS. I don't so know if it's on PS5 it, yet. But. It launched on the Wii and then they did a like revitalization kind of like they did with final fantasy 14 when they did that it launched on pc that's right yep but it went to wii u and then it went to ps4 Mm -hmm. and it went to ps4 in version 3 so versions are expansions each version is a different expansion uh so version 3 is when you actually get the high resolution graphics and stuff i'm excited to get to there i'm i'm in whoa (laughs) what happened Something happened over there. Hope it's all right. Okay. Fighting. Nice. They, they started fighting each other, but yeah, um, dogs. But yeah, cool. it's I'm in version two, so nice. I'm a couple, couple versions away. But yeah. Nice, excellent. All right. I mean, that's basically it. That's our show. Uh, we just wanted to get a knockout, a nice fifty-minute show. Um, <clears throat> Taylor joined us. Uh, uh, while he's you know on his rocking chair sipping on some uh, cough medicine, playing the Steam Deck, uh, yeah. Zach has is running illegal dog fights apparently in his. One of them had office. a bone that they wanted the other from the other one. They started. Isn't fighting. it always like that? It's like uh, yeah, dogs. Um, and I'm just uh ready to go finish watching really bad Netflix shows. I'm gonna let you guys know this. There's this Netflix movie, this TV, this series that my wife and I are watching. It's a limited series called Echoes. And uh, I don't care if you don't want to hear it. I'm ruining the move, the, the show right now. It's really bad. It stars Michelle Moynihan, um, and uh, she plays she plays twins that mm-hmm. switch their <clears throat> switch their lives every year on their birthday. So they they'll they switch and pretend to be the other twin. I'm uh, already out. Oh, the hijinks when <laughs> one of them has a kid, where they both get pre- magically somehow both both get pregnant at the same time. Um, one of them has a child. One ends up not having the child. Uh, it's just it's a, and there's an ex-boyfriend. It's just a mess. It's a mess of a show, but it's one of those car crash TV series. Those car crash series on Netflix. You know they're so bad, but you just gotta finish watching it. Like uh, what was that straight? Like The Stranger and um, the other like the shows that he had that are on Netflix that are just so. It was a director. Zach, you told me about him a few times. He's like the writer, director, he had like the stranger and some of the other ones. Um, it's just a really bad show. Uh, but you can't I stop watching remember. it. That's what that's what this series is like. So we're gonna finish. We've got 20 minutes left to find out who the bad twin is in, <laughs> in this show. But one of them. you don't have to wait 20 minutes to get rid of us because you're getting rid of us. Uh for Taylor on Vacation Bliss down there, the wandering old man village. That's me. For Zach, this guy right over here. Okay, quest, quest. <laughs> what was great is the dog, the, the tail wag as we're talking. Beautiful shot. That's actually Zach's She's tail wagging. Digging into the cat, her bed. Nice. That's what I want to be doing in the moment, <laughs> too. And myself, Dolly Domofsky. We'll see you on the next episode of The Side. Charges came my head in a day now.